so sweet. Stop, stop. Josh, thanks for that, dude. That was, thanks for the invite. I love that. Hey, uh, I got, I just want to say a special welcome. I love, I have so many friends in the room. My nephew, Jacob Grant's even here. Jacob, I love it. So I love that. Hey, um, I, everybody from, uh, I know, I, I, saw, I saw Alan Tennyson. Is he in here? I saw him walk around. Is he around here? But I love Alan. I just got to, I was going to use scripture verses this morning. I don't think I'm going to use them because Alan's in the room. So I'm going to be, I don't want to get them wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so, but I, I love it. I, your president and I actually um, did Everest Bay, Base Camp hike together a few years ago. And uh, so we survived. And uh, there is amazing stories with that. Um, your pastor, Jeff, over here, we're brothers because we're Denver Bronco fans. And so that is what it is. And so love it. And um, my first worship album ever was Sonic Flood album. So you got to sign it for me. So... Hey, I, I don't got a lot of time. My name is what, Pastor Jarvis, like he says, Watermark Church. My wife, Jane, is right here. So is she, and uh, we are True Blue, met at college, fell in love here, and now we brought our, some of our kids. My son, Sawyer, is right here. We got him out of middle school today to do a college visit. So, so that is the plan. And then... My son, Sully, you want to wave your hand, Sully? He's over there. He's the little chunky one. And so you, there he is. And so, and so he will make some noise today. I love this place. I'm telling you, I, I can tell you moments at the altar. I can tell you moments that change our lives. I, we run, we, we went, I went to college here with my wife and met some of the greatest friends I've ever had. And so just to be on this platform, this stage, is honestly an honor. I just feel privileged. We... Uh, when we were college here, I was called in a ministry around ninth grade. I had one of those callings where I just wanted to pursue ministry. I didn't care what it was. I knew it wasn't worship because I can't care. I can't even clap right. I knew it wasn't that. I knew it wasn't certain things, but I, I didn't know if it was missions or, and we've done many things and now we're church planners. But I'm telling you, it, even coming here, we had friends who said, I'm going to be a missionary to Africa. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be youth. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. I just know I want to follow Jesus Christ and whatever he wants me to do. And it's taken on this crazy journey. We actually were youth. My wife went to Emmanuel Christian Center. I, I, I actually volunteered there, helped with the young adults. We helped launch the young adults there. I was on staff with Nate Roosh. Um, and so he, I was his assistant and we had a great time. Now listen, if you're not involved in a ch local church, you're missing out. That's what I'm going to say about that. So get involved. And so not because you're going in ministry, some of you, just because you're a Christian. Okay? So you're like, well, I'm not going to ministry. I don't care. I just get, get involved with the local church. And so, uh, I, so we, I'm just telling you that we, we love this place. There was so much development that happened within us. But there's also, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of challenges that came with this. There's a lot of struggles that came with this. It's interesting because... Like I said before, all, some of my friends had this, like, I know what I want to do. And, and partly within us was this, like, now what? I'm going to college. I'm, I, I want to pursue this. I had a hard time getting into ministry. I, I, listen, I was working three jobs. One of them was at North Central. I was working downtown Marriott. I was actually cleaning, I mean, working on houses. I was remodeling houses. And I just could not, God, I just, no doors were opening up. 
there was this struggle that was happening. Like, what's next for us? What's next for everything going on? I got really sick. And so the question begins to happen is, it's like you become identity crisis. God, what do you call me to do? Did I get it right? Am I really hearing what you're saying? What's going on? And some of you, maybe you're in that same spot. Maybe you're freshmen. Some of you seniors are going, now what? You know, it's funny because when you come to college, you think you know everything. When you graduate, you feel like you know nothing. You know, and so like everything just opens up and you're like, now what do you want me to do? But here's what I want to say. My identity cannot be measured, hear this out, in what I do. My identity, or that's my platform, but my identity has to become who I am, which is my position in the Lord. There is a platform that God will bring you to, but you need to know your position before you get to that platform. It's interesting because all these saints, I look at the scripture of Mary and Martha in chapter 10 of Luke, and Jesus goes visits the house of Mary and Martha. If you guys know the story, Martha's in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying? They know Jesus is there, and they just want to, can you imagine Jesus comes to your dorm room? Like, what are you going to serve him? Like, ramen noodles? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't use that bathroom. I just was just in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so here's Martha, here's Martha getting ready. She's like, then she sees Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, and she's like, she's complaining out loud, which is funny, to Jesus. She's saying, don't you see my sister is doing nothing? I, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm preparing the food, I'm, I'm getting everything ready. And she just sits there, and then Jesus calms everything down and says, you're, you're missing the point. I'm here. Mary's figured out the most important thing, and that's to be with me. Now, I used to think of that verse as like, dude, Mary's are so much better than Martha's. Honestly, this is my point. I used to think, oh, man, we just got to be having more Mary's and less Martha's. And then you read scriptures like, the greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. You know what that means to tell me? It's not that Martha got it wrong. She just got it out of order. <laughs> because when you spend time with the Lord, it should fuel you to do more for the Lord. If Martha just spent time with the Lord... She wouldn't do it as a break. She'd be doing it as a glorification of who Jesus is. And I think sometimes we miss it because we, we do it to perform. We do it to look good. We, we say, we've got to do this, we've got to do this, we've got to do this. And this is when burnout happens in ministry because we're doing it for the wrong reasons. When we get the first thing first, which is this, who are you, are, who are you in the Lord? Like, I'll be honest with you, you know what scares me most? This world is identity crisis mode. Identity crisis everywhere. And what scares me as a pastor is within the church. Because I don't think we understand who we are in the Lord. It's interesting as I look at this through Scripture... Who I am in Christ is one of the most important things you will ever realize. 
as I look at my, we, we want to know the creation, but if we don't know the creator, how do you know creation? <laughs> I need to know my position with the Lord before he gives me a platform to speak on. And so many times, so often, the platform becomes before the position. So many times people are blessed to have a platform before the position. And when that happens, platforms may change, but your position to him won't ever change because you are a child of the king. And can I just tell you this? Often, when the platform comes before the position, we will ruin our position because path platform because we don't know our position in the Lord. It's amazing how I, even up here, like I just feel honored in this moment because in this, you know, what I'm saying as I, I talk about this, like what am I going to share? I'm like, what has influenced me the most in the past 20 years? And I'll say this: finding who I am in the Lord. When my kids were born, I remember Sawyer. He's He's old now. He's a teenager now. I remember when he was a year old, I, I was rocking him, and he was crying, and all I wanted him to know is how much I loved him. So I, pick, I picked him up and I just started shaking him. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. Just want to see if you're listening. Don't shake a baby. I just wanted him to get it. My, my nephew who's adopted from Korea, is actually going to Korea right now. He's 10 years old because he wants to know his family history. He wants to know where he comes from. I thought about that last night. I think that we're all on that spiritual journey to find out where we come from. Even those who don't know the Lord. Guys, until we get home, we're going to be longing for home. (laughs) Until we meet the Savior, we're going to be longing to have a father. And I, and I look at this as I think even Jesus had an experience, a position moment before he got a platform moment. In Mark chapter 11, Jesus was being water baptized. And a voice came from heaven, said, You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Before the miracles started happening, before his public ministry started happening, His father spoke to him and says, you're my son, and I already love you, and I'm already pleased with you. I think he honored the position of his son, not just for Jesus, but for everybody else. So here's what I want to say to you this morning. Who you are is not as important as whose you are. You are loved. You're a child of the king. He adores you. There's going to be disappointments in life. There'll be heartbreaks. But I'm telling you, there is power in being and knowing that you're a child of the king. It's a position. To know your position before God gives you a platform in the camp of of the enemy's camp gives you a platform that the way that your platform, Lon, listen, I'll hit that to you. If you don't do it right, 
if the position you you honor the position more than the platform, I mean, you honor the you know saying platform or the position. Here's what's going to happen: you will, might be able to corrupt the platform and lose your position on that stage. My identity needs to be found in Him. John fifteen four through eleven says this: Abide in Me, I in you, as you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he is bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And I love this verse because it's talking about your identity comes from what you are connected to. Whatever you follow, what you're connected, you choose. And so you become what you're connected to. So if I am connected to Christ, if I'm remaining in him, and if I am abiding in Christ, that means I will become more Christ-like. And this is the goal. The goal is not to not be like somebody else. Somebody came, some of you came from hard situations or family dynamics or, 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 or things, and you said, I will never not be like that person. I'm not going to be like that person ever. And so you swing this way, and your goal in life is not to be like somebody. But can I tell you this? Our goal in life is not not to be like someone. It's to be like Christ. And the more we become like Christ the more we become who we're created to be. And this is the truth in all of us is that this is our position. I can tell you this. You guys want to know a spouse tip? You're trying to find somebody? Here it is. Don't focus on finding the right person. Focus on becoming the right person. Dude, work on this. Work on this. Work on finding who you are in the Lord because you will never find it by through somebody else all the time. You're finding this. What is God speaking to you? Second Corinthians says it this way, but we all with unveiled faces beholding as a mirror the glory of the Lord as being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just by the spirit of the Lord. Imagine me holding up a mirror. This is, dude, this is, look at society. You have a handheld mirror. I wish I had one in a mirror. You have a mirror you're looking into. Here's what begins to happen. You look in the mirror. You see your reflection. And all of a sudden, you look at your reflection. You're like, I don't like it. What our society has taught us is if you don't like your reflection, throw away the mirror. The mirror has nothing to do with your reflection. If you want to get that right, get this right. Like, who are we becoming? You reflect, and here's the truth. Just like whatever you're connected with, you become like, to reflect something, you must know that thing. You reflect what you know. Knowing Christ will help you become more Christ-like. Our job is not to be a better version of you. (laughs) Like, my job is not to be the Jeff 2.0. Well, that would be pretty awesome, though. My job is not to be Jarvis 2.0. My job is to become a better, accurate reflection of Jesus Christ. This is hard to understand because we, to become more Christ-like, the best way and usually the fastest way is going through hard things. 
And most of us, when hard things happen, we kind of run away or lean away and not run into it. But I'm telling you, tough times does not just build your character, it reveals your character. Who are you becoming when times get tough? If you had a sponge and I put water in it, when pressure comes on that sponge, Kool-Aid's not going to come out. Water's going to come out because that's what's inside. When pressure is on, what's coming out? This is why seeking the Lord is so important. Becoming Christ-like is so important. Our goal is not to be perfect. Our goal is not even to be comfortable. God's goal is, is your character, not your comfort. Comfort is not the goal. This is why God says, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit as your comforter. Why do we need a comforter? Because it's not going to be comfortable. It's interesting. We're going to end here soon, but I just want to say this. Jesus did not die so you can live comfortably. Jesus died so you can live changed, transformed, and you can help people become the same way. But character is a big deal. Here's the truth. Is you'll only go as far as your character will allow you to go. Man, you can have a Billy Graham calling, but you will only stay there and go as far as your character will allow you to go. What I get nervous about, if, if you want to ask me my advice, what to do at North Central, do your best within your season. Study, serve, make friends. And don't create habits that you need to get rid of five years from now. You're creating habits today that's going to make you a better person. Galatians says it this way, I've been crucified with Christ and so I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. In this identity crisis world, God is saying to us, if you find me, you will find yourself. The more you seek me, the more you will find me. Find yourself in the Lord. Find your identity in him. I think we, what we try to do is we find our, try to say, I love the Lord, and I like all these other things too. And it's like, like, literally, if all you had was Jesus Christ, is that enough? His grace is sufficient. That means he's enough. I'm going to get the band up here. We're going to worship together. The more you know him, the more you know you. And you in Christ refers to your position in Christ, that you are a child of the king. You know what that also means? You're forgiven, you're not your past. Your identity is not your mistakes. You're not the baggage. You're not the lies that somebody else told you. You know what you are? You are what God says about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. It says in Scripture, it says, greater is in me, him and me, than he that is in the world. He says, 
that Christ died for me, that Christ adopted me into the family, that I am Christ's ambassador to the nations, to the people. It's Colossians so this way, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to God's people. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. A mystery. Ready for the mystery? Which is Christ in you is the hope in glory. Christ in you is what gives us life. Listen, I, I hope you all become missionaries to wherever you go. Accountants, teachers, pastors, you pastors, missionaries. But you're all called. But you all have to sit at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, who, who am I? Who am I? Speak to me. You know what I pray for my kid? Let him hear your voice. I will never be around forever. Let him hear my voice. Let him hear your voice. Everybody stand up this morning. Many in here are just identity crisis mode and you're just I feel like I just don't know where to go. Next step, I'm just telling you, here's what I want us to do. You know the best way to figure out who you are? Know who he is. Know who he is. And that's why I just want to end this morning. I'm going to pray over you, and we're going to worship this morning. We have a, a couple minutes. I love it. If you want to come to the altars and worship, and we're going to do one more song. But I just want you to seek the Lord this morning. Amen. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. We pray against the lies of the enemy. We pray in Jesus' name over the, Lord, the lies and uh, the words that have been said. The Lord, that you've called us to be more like you. That's what you've said, be more. I pray this prayer, less of myself and more of you. As Paul said, I die to myself that you may live through me. I pray for every student in this room that I pray from this day forward that we're not just living for what we want, we live for you. Prepare us, prepare my hearts. Help me to fall in love with you more. Lord, help me to have a Mary's heart that leads to a Martha's work. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let's worship together. Come forward, let's just worship. If you want to pray this morning, I'm just going to pray with you too. Let's just worship this morning. Let's worship. Let's worship together this morning. Jesus, hallelujah.